One of the ways that we praise God is simply by talking about Him. I mean, it doesn't have to have a tune. It doesn't have to rhyme. It can just be talking about. Whenever you talk about the Lord or sing about Him, you are praising Him. It's like we do that to each other. When you talk about someone that you know that did something, that did something well, and you're just telling someone else, hey, did you hear? Did you hear what Pastor Doug did? He was, man, and you go, and and, what, what are we doing? Well, we're praising him. Even though we didn't even, he wasn't even in the, in the room. Now the Lord's always in the room, so that's good. But, you know, people, you can praise them behind their back. Right? You can praise the Lord behind his back, but he'll know. You can, so you can do it in front of his back. Uh, but just by telling, telling uh, what the Lord does. Yeah. And there's one, it's one thing, and it's right, and it's proper, and we've been doing this. We're telling Him, yeah, you've done this for me. You have set me free. And that's wonderful. We want to do more of that. But sometimes we just tell each other, did you hear what Jesus did? Did you know what God did for me? Did, did you know that I have, Amy and I have three kids, and none of them are in jail? Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm not implying it was close. (laughs) But seriously, people think, well, what does the Lord do? Well, some people do have that. So we don't. We'll pray for those who do, but we don't. Praise God. You know, they're all serving the Lord. Amen. Amen. Sometimes people say, I don't know what to praise the Lord. I bet you, I bet that'll get your wheels turning. If you're not homeless. Some people are. Well, if you're, if you are, if you say, well, I am homeless, then you find something else. And you testify of what the Lord has done for you. How about you're not in the hospital? You're not if you're here. Praise God, you're not. Praise God, none of us are in the hospital. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so we want to do something for, for a few minutes. Let's, uh, I need you guys to make way. And, uh, and, and I need your help on this. We want to talk about the Lord behind his back. And, uh, and so here's, here, here's, what I'd, here, here's what I'd like you to do. Uh, I know this is risky, so keep this holy. Don't take advantage. It's always risky when you let someone use a mic. <laughs> and, and, and there's no screening going on here. So, and so what, what, what I would like for you to do, or as many of you that want to, is I want you to come up here and real briefly, just a, few, a sentence, few sentences, Tell something that the Lord has done for you. All right? We're not necessarily talking to him right now. We're just bragging on him. See, our boast is not in ourselves. Our boast is in the Lord. Yeah, he is the one. And so we'll just do that. We'll just go uh, one after another, one after another. And just we'll just uh, let everyone know how good our God is. Amen? Come on.
Hallelujah. Hi. Hi. I haven't had a chance to write this down, but I want you to see this wedding ring that I've been wearing for 34 years, and I lost it at Big Lots on Labor Day. I didn't know I was missing for 27 hours, and it was back on my finger the Friday after I lost it. Somebody picked it up, took it home, kept it for four days, and let me tell you, I stood, I drove to Big Lots praying, God, you could have covered that ring for nobody to see, and I'm gonna walk in and it's gonna be there. But if it's not, whoever has it, I pray blessings over them. I pray, God, that they would know you, how great you are, that you would bless them in every way possible. But either way, when I get my ring back, because it was there the whole time, they're gonna meet me. And so I've written a letter to the woman who brought it back, It's in my bag, and I can't wait to meet her and just share the part that she played in my life in returning my ring back to me. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody come. Come. Who's coming next? Come. No delay. I've been married to my husband for 33 years, but we lived a secular life. And my husband came to the Lord after I did, and now... The Lord restored our marriage, and we are both here in this church together worshiping God every Sunday, every Wednesday. Come on, the Lord restored your marriage. Hallelujah, hallelujah, come. I was diagnosed with stage four terminal cancer, and the doctor gave me six months left to live. And the Lord woke me up three days in a row, and I was worshiping Jesus, and I had agony pain. And on the third day, I felt this fire heat shoot throughout my whole body lower my lower sacrum, which I had a two and a half inch tumor inside my bone marrow, slowly released. And I went to the doctor's office uh, that next, or three weeks later, they did a CAT scan and a PT scan. And he said, dude, you're cancer free. <laughs> and not only that, the cancer, the cancer that was inside your bone marrow, there should be a hole there. Or there, you know, they do bone marrow transplant, there should be a hole there. He goes, not only there's no hole, there's brand new bone, no sign of scarring, and nothing that even existed that was in there. So God is good. God is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. We have a four-month-old baby, and um, on his sixth day of life, he, that's my husband, uh, <laughs> he stopped breathing, and we laid hands on him, and Jesus gave his life back. Amen, amen. <laughs> That's a God we serve. Come on. How you doing? I don't know if I can beat that one. That was, you know, not that we're trying No competition to, yeah. here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've experienced the last three years. I'm in, the, I'm in the military, 31 years, and about ready to retire. Yeah. So, but um, I came back here on a compassion reassignment three years ago because my dad was going to pass. And since then, I've lost... Well, my, my little brother last December, and uh, my mom got COVID. Just all these things was like an intersection going through. And uh, some were was fast, and, and others were slow. But the thing about it is, God always was there. I mean, there was a peace in that storm. And so I just want to praise him for that. He's always there. He's always there. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, I want to thank the Lord. He healed my son and my daughter-in-law from COVID. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is our healer. Praise God. 
I got sick like a couple weeks ago and I lost my voice. And if any of you guys know me at all, that sucked. Um, and last Sunday, I was sitting in the media booth in second service. Pastor Mark said, yep, it seems right to do this. There's someone here you've been dealing with pain in your vocal cords and you haven't been able to speak. And I just broke because even though I knew that my voice wasn't gonna be taken away forever because of what God's called me to do, it was very discouraging. But for the Lord to just call me out like that and said, just put your hands on your vocal cords, I just ran out in the hallway and I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was like, thank you, Jesus. And I was just like screaming, not screaming, because I don't wanna be a distraction, but just talking because I was like, wow, God is so good. Amen, so. amen, amen. He's our healer. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Uh, hi. So <laughs> during Days of Heaven, um, the week, um, I believe it was the day after Mark Hankins preached on generosity, um, I asked the Holy Spirit the next day, okay, Holy Spirit, never, I usually don't do this, but I did that day. And I asked the Lord, okay, well, so how much are we going to give? He gave me the amount. And I was like, okay, why did I even ask you? Because that's, yeah, we have to walk by faith to do that because we didn't have that type of money. But, you know, we had it, but we needed it for something else. Anyways, the next day, we went to a restaurant. And then this guy that we've never seen before, he's a businessman, he wrote us a check. And God gave us back five times what we gave. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> what a good God. Good God. Amen. So um, me and my husband were about to get divorced. And um, one night, I got up and that's not you that's the mic go ahead sorry <laughs> and um the god told me to trust him and that he was going to restore my marriage and i am not divorced and hallelujah I, my marriage was restored amen amen <laughs> praise god Pray, praise god yeah come on and hey i mean there's another one anyone who's married even if it's not like 10, like a 10 out of, you could say, thank you, Lord, we're not divorced. Because yeah. when, you, when you praise God and acknowledge his, you acknowledge his working in you, you set yourself up for, for more blessings. Amen. No one succeeds in life without his grace. If you've ever done anything well, there was an aspect of God in that. The more we can recognize it and acknowledge it and tell off on him, the more we qualify ourselves for more or set ourselves up to receive more. Amen. So for probably over 10 years, I was dealing with various kind of just bondages, kind of addictions that could have messed up my God-given calling ministry and so forth. And it was something ongoing. When the Davis of Heaven conference came Mark Hankins, you know, was talking about slinging the blood, and I thought, I'm going to take communion every day, and really slowing down, discerning the body, but also discerning the blood, and just doing that has broken off all the dominion of sin, that I'm living out my righteousness identity in Christ, my, my conscience is cleansed day by day by day, his blood in me is alive and active, and I'm just noticing victory like I've never had before. Well over 10 years when I'm faithfully seeking God, it's like I'm able to live up my identity as, a, as dead unto sin and alive unto righteousness, empowered to do that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God for the blood of Jesus. His blood is setting people free. Amen, amen. Good evening. In my younger self, 
I did a lot of really stupid, bad things. And uh, God washed me white as snow. Yeah. He sees me perfect. Thank you, Jesus. And it amazes me every time I think about it. Just crazy. Yes, he did. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, uh, bones are being mended tonight. Bones. Bones. Someone will testify about bones. It had bone issues being put together. I don't know what that is. Hallelujah. Uh, amen. <laughs> Brag on the Lord. Well, I just want to declare that God still does move mountains. And um, by his grace, today I am clean and sober. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Praise God. So I grew up in various households and did not have a very good example of marriage or, I guess, marital love in general. Um, and I had been living in sin for a long time. I know what love was. And God introduced me to this beautiful woman. One year ago, I asked her to marry me, and she said yes. I had no idea <laughs> what that was going to be like. I never really saw a successful marriage. And... Um, we were living in sin before that, and just the Holy Spirit was convicting me. He was speaking to me, and I turned around and I said, we need to follow God. We're going to do this the right way. And so we got baptized together about a couple months after that. We remained pure. We, we did it right. We were married a month later, and God is so good. We're in Bible college now together. I'm just praising Him for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Forgiven and set free. Yes. Hey, family. Um, many of you know me, but some of you don't. Uh, two years ago, September 11th, 2019, I went up to Table Rock to cut my throat, bleed out, and die. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me to play some worship music. The song that played was Sea of Victory by Elevation Worship. After the first verse, I was brought to my knees. And that act of the Holy Spirit bringing me to my knees was shattering the old foundation of my life of shame, of guilt, of rage, of anger. I'm also a combat veteran, so for that day to be my liberation day, my resurrection day, God's got a great sense of humor. I'm now two years sober uh -huh. and uh, going to Life Bible College and, and finally chasing after the calling that God has had over my life. <laughs> Woo! Praise God. You go next. <laughs> I just like to thank God for giving me my leg. Um, I was diagnosed with 100% uh, nerve damage and nothing's impossible with God. Um, I stand on his word because his word's not a failing word. And I'm thankful every day for the, what he's given me and my wife and my family. And, you know, it's been a very long journey for me and Samantha. Um, but, you know, God's good, and I'm just very thankful for what He's done in our life. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's scary. <laughs> um, I dealt with anorexia and bulimia for about three years um, throughout high school, and back in February of this year, um, I was told that if I didn't stop, that I was going to die, and that all my organs were already going into complete failure. 
And um, now all of my body is completely restored and the doctor said that it's one of the most fast and most inspiring recoveries that they've ever seen and that they've just never seen anything happen like it. So. Praise yeah. God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Come on. My wife and I are tithers, and uh, we've been faithful to God in that area and every area. <laughs> anyway, last year I got that mess that was coming around. Yeah, I heard about it. And it was... Uh, so I went to the VA and uh, they took care of me and uh, I was praying in the Holy Ghost and I told Mark Hankins I was pleading the blood they kicked me out in three days <laughs> and said, said I was doing too good and then and then uh, my heart was trying to come out of my chest later and whatnot all of that I went through and they wouldn't let me pay any bills because of COVID so months went by and I'm not paying no bill. Now I get a letter in the mail that says uh, wiped out over $2,000. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for his favor. Praise God for his favor. Amen, amen. You know, because you're one of God's favorites. That's what favor means, right? We're his favorite. Come, come on. All right, about three weeks ago, I had a collision with a cat tree after church service, and my toes seemed to have symptoms. With a, a cat of, tree? Yes. What's a cat tree? <laughs> no, big giant cat tree oh, okay. that cats oh. play on. Okay. Yeah. So my toe seemed to have symptoms that it was completely broken, and I refused to go to the doctor, but guess whose toe is healed right now? <laughs> so praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The healer of toes. Amen. Come. Brag on, the Je brag, brag on Jesus. I had a lot going on for the last year, but the Lord has given me peace through it. But I started LBC this year, and just too much was going on. And I was saying, I just don't know if I can afford this. And um, so my daughter said, declare that it's paid for, Mom. I said, no, I don't want anybody to know it's paid for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is a good shepherd. Amen. Come on. Um, about three weeks ago, my uncle texted me and said that he had a hernia and he was going to go to the doctor. And I was like, are you home? <laughs> and he said, yes, I am. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm coming over. <laughs> so I went over to his house and um, told him testimonies of my healings and got to lay my hands on him with his wife and he um, doesn't have a hernia <laughs> that night. Praise God. Yeah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. The healer of her hernias. Amen. Amen. Come. Hey, um, I just want to testify God because he's been so good to me. Um, being here in this country of opportunities, uh, it's a blessing to me. I've been praying God when I was back home, and I couldn't imagine being here today. And uh, where's home? Uh, it's at Congo. Okay. Yes, it's, uh, it's in Africa, Congo. And God just um, did me that favor to be here. I have a job, I have a house, I have everything I need, and 
It's not because I'm good, but it's just because of His grace, and I'm so thankful. And come on, yeah. Yes, being here it's a blessing for me. I have a. It's a long story, but I just keep it short. Just, it's just that. Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. The Lord makes a way. Come on. See, that's a unique one. How many? How many have the testimony? The Lord let you come here from the Congo. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> well, I want to thank the Lord today. I, you know, I had a very, very, very bad childhood. I had a stepfather beat me in the ground every day of my life, and I always thought I was no good. He always told me that. In March of uh, 1974, I took a drug overdose that the uh, emergency room doctor was sitting at the end of my bed the next day after I woke up with nothing wrong, said, you're not supposed to be here. You had 13,000 milligrams of Darvon in your bloodstream, which is a muscle relaxer. He said, at the very least, you should be a vegetable staring at the ceiling. <laughs> he said, I don't know why you're here at the time. I didn't either. March 20, 1979, I was stationed at Naval Weapons Station, Alameda, California, and going through a real, real bad time in my life and gone into a state of depression. It was like a black hole I couldn't see out of. And I had a friend of mine lived out in town. I knew this day he wasn't going to be home. I knew he had a gun. Went out there, loaded, unloaded that gun for about three hours, and finally talked myself out of it. Went down to the bus stop. I was going to go back to base, but the bus didn't come, so I went back up there. But several months before, I had a Christian friend of mine told me, he said, Charlie, it makes no difference how bad you've ever been or what you've ever done. You ask God to forgive you. He will. I think I told him something like, you Christian creep, get away from me. I don't want nothing to do with you. You're gone. <laughs> But uh, he planted a seed that day, and I'm glad he did, because I went back up in that room and grabbed that gun and laid down on the bathroom floor. And, uh, so I figured if I was going to make a mess, I'd make it a place to be easy to clean up. Anyway, I loaded and unloaded the gun a couple more times. And, let me see one of your fingers. Put the gun upside of my head, and the bullet went in this hole. Came out that night. And I stepped into hell, I can tell you. <laughs> tell you it's a real place. Anyway, I don't know whether I was there seconds or minutes or an hour. I have no clue. But I stood up and I was watching myself die in the mirror. And I had blood pumping out both sides of my head. And I say you bleed out in seven minutes. Well, seven hours later, my friend John found me, called an ambulance. And not the day before, the day after. But that day, there was a neurosurgeon's convention, all the top neurosurgeon world in San Francisco. They called in two specialists. They looked at x-rays. They said, of course, the bullet went here, come out here, but it went through the maxillary sinus cavity, so it missed my brain. But they said the most remarkable thing happened. The optic nerve, pituitary gland are like this, separate on both sides and let the bullet go through. Could have walked out of the hospital three days later. And uh, <laughs> I've been married now 40 years. I met her the next year. And praise God. And when, and then, did, you, and when did you get saved? I got saved uh, in May of 1980. So not only praise God that you're still here with us and have had a good life, uh-huh. praise God you're not, you didn't go to hell. Did not go to hell, just for a minute. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but praise the Lord. You know, there's nothing in this world so bad to die for but the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Come. Okay, this might sound a little silly, but I'm just going to say it the way that it happened. Go ahead. So, um, the Lord 
I know that he has called me to write songs and for a little while I've been discouraged because I haven't been able to write them and just I think because I was thinking about it too much and it was hard and recently I had a birthday and I said Lord what I want for my birth for my birthday from you is just to be able to have an easy time writing songs and of course he could have all that he he was open all that time but I opened myself up there and ever since then I've just been able to write so easy and songs have just been coming and it's really encouraging how personal he is and encouraging that I can do what he says I can do. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. He put a new song in our mouth of praise to him. Thank you, Lord. Um, a year ago, I used to live in Utah and I was dating this dude. Uh, the relationship that this dude? I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So the relationship I was in was very depressing. And I started smoking and partying, but I went there for school. And my parents used to think I was... My parents think I was going to school, but I stopped going to school and I, I couldn't stop smoking. But And then I used to think, God, if you Jesus come, you're going to leave me. And I, to pray. I said, Jesus, please don't leave me. Help me to stop smoking and to leave the relationship. And it was so easy. I I'm, I stopped smoking and I'm not in relationship with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't you love that? This problem couldn't stop, couldn't stop. I asked Jesus and it was easy. Praise God. That's what our good God does. What makes what's almost impossible to us easy. Uh, I was sitting back there. I wasn't planning to come up here at all. Uh, but God said, you got to go and declare your healing. Uh, a year ago, I was diagnosed with uh, testicular cancer. And uh, it was like being fed water through a fire hose. It was like you have a tumor. We have to do surgery tomorrow. You have, we have to get this out. And I, I just, I was blown away. And uh, I prayed with Pastor Mark and I prayed with my family and you know, the tumor would be gone, that I would be healed. And the day of the surgery, it was still there. And uh, so I went through with the surgery and then they told me that the cancer was in my blood. And I said, no, I, I, Pastor Mark had just preached about Jairus and how Jesus told him, don't be afraid, just believe. And so I, I did, and I declared healing, and I walked around everywhere I went. All I kept saying was, by his stripes I am healed, by his stripes I am healed. And, and I was. Uh, the last couple months have been probably the roughest months of my life as uh, I lost my best friend, who's 45 years old, to COVID. Uh, some of you might have heard of Mike McCready. He was the Rocky Mountain uh, coach and teacher. He was my best friend. And in the middle of the grieving of dealing with all that, 
the doctors a week ago told me that the cancer was back and that I needed to go through chemotherapy. And uh, it's just, it was, you know, Satan knows when to strike, you know. And uh, I said, no, I, I can't, I'm not going to take this. And we've been praying about it. And uh, I went and met with the oncologist and I told her straight up, I said, hey, you know what? God healed me already, so we don't need to do any of this. And she said to me, she said, well, Bill, you know, you know, I'm not saying I don't believe in miracles because I've seen them, but I will tell you, I'm not 100% convinced that you have it. So I want to run some more tests and see. And I said, okay, let's run the tests and let's see, because I already know what the answer is going to be. So I am here declaring my healing because those tests are going yes. to come back completely negative and I know I'm healed because Jesus healed me. Thank you. Come on. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is our healer. Amen. I just want to start out by saying that no matter how long ago the testimony was, it still does count, so we should still give the praise for it. Yes. When yes. I was 16 months old, I was diagnosed with an aggressive cancerous tumor on my kidney. And it had grown so big that it was the size of my hand is now. And we went through it. We went through the surgery. I went through all the procedures. And I am now 100% healthy. And I don't have to worry about any cancer. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. I don't know who's waiting over here or who's just hanging out. Come on, Alyssa. The Lord um, broke generational depression in my family just by leading me to an amazing church and um, Bible-believing church. <laughs> and now my daughter has uh, has no generational curse on her, and um, and I've been off um, depression meds for about 11 years now. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! By the way, if you hear anything that someone's bragging on the Lord's healing power or delivering power and you struggle with that, just say, Lord, I'll take that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't love you less than them. Amen. Say, me too, me too. I'll take that too. Amen. Amen. I suffered from migraines for about 45 years since I was a kid. And last year, the Lord healed me from them. I've been taking medication daily just to get through, and I'm medication-free and migraine-free. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. Let the Lord be magnified. So many things um, to be thankful for, but I think the biggest thing right now is just for God and His Word, and that He brought me to this church so I can truly learn the real power of the Word of God. I've been to a lot of good churches with a lot of good people, but I know I was brought here because when I was in South Dakota, someone from this church was led to that church and invited me back then. And I'm just overly grateful, not just for, for God, but for all of you guys who are so dedicated to your walk with the Lord. And it excites me and I give praise and glory for that as well. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. All right. So a couple times over, that was 
word from the Lord because I was fighting up there saying, well, that was a long time ago, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but um, uh, it seemed good to say uh, this testimony, and it was um, back in 2018, I was dealing with sleep deprivation. Um, I ended up in uh, a psychotic ward twice uh, because of it and having all kinds of different things going on. I was a Christian, so I didn't understand that. Um, but I remember calling out to all these different churches. I was in a church that didn't believe in oppression. Um, and so I called out to all these different churches and uh, Life Church was definitely highlighted and I called and talked to someone there. Um, can I say her name? I don't care. I, I, she knows, Amy Jo, because <laughs> she's she was awesome. And she was the first light um, in that darkness um, that began the tunnel to the light. And uh, what happened that night, I had, that was a second bout of sleep deprivation. I was on day nine or 10 at that time. And I was like, okay, this is gonna lead me back in. Um, and she prayed for me on the phone. She, I said, do you guys believe in this stuff? That's all I need to know. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's in the Bible, so yes. <laughs> um, and so I- Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> she prayed with me that night. Uh, lo and behold, it was a healing service that night. And I went there and got healing um, in not only healing, but truth, which was sleep is for you. That's a gift. You are his beloved and yes. that belongs to you. And that broke every single thing, thought in my mind. And it allowed me to never have sleep deprivation. So even when the enemy came, I was like, no, that's mine. And it gave me this aggression for my sleep, which sometimes is to my demise, but, <laughs> but it, um, it completely set me free. And, uh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on. So, um, when I was born, I was, I came out purple and I wasn't breathing at all. And um, there just happened to be this specialist, this breathing specialist that was in the room. And my mom was actually like, why is he in here? Like, what business do you have in here? But um, no one really noticed that I wasn't breathing. And he came and grabbed me and started working on me. And immediately I started breathing. But um, as I was growing up, my mom and my grandma noticed there was something different about me that I would behave different around other kids. Like, I wouldn't look people in the eye. And when I got old enough to start going to elementary school, I. I would sob every day. Every time my mom would leave that door, I would just cry so hard. And I had so much trouble like talking to other kids and and uh, they found out I had autism. So um, I was actually, and also I would have seizures. I'd have seizures uh, when I was tired and when I was hot, I would start seizing. And um, we were in another church and there was a Hispanic guest pre preacher there and he couldn't even speak English. He had an interpreter and the Holy Spirit was moving through him. And my mom was like, the Holy Spirit told my mom, go get her out of kids' church. So um, she got me out of kids' church and he, I don't know what he said, it was in Spanish, but he Hola. didn't like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but he didn't, touch, he didn't touch me at all. He just prayed that healing. He prayed and I was set free and I got slain the spirit and I woke up and I had, I have no autism, I have no seizures, and I'm able to do what God has called me to do. So praise Him, praise Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hi. Um, a few years ago, I went through a pretty messy and ugly divorce. Um, 
And I struggled for a long time to know that I was like worthy of um, being loved and that God would provide for me for all the things, but also for my daughter. Um, sorry. And um, when she was two, she started hearing about Coal Valley Christian on KTSY. And so she started talking out, like, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go, go to Coal Valley. Well, I'm a one single income household <laughs> and that's a lot of money. Um, but I believed with her because she's two and she trusts God. Um, <laughs> and I trust God. Um, so I believe with her. And um, in July, I found out that not only um, is her entire tuition paid for through high school, but um, so is her entire college education. And I don't want to be. Wow. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord is good. When I was in high school, I got mixed up with the wrong crowd, and I was an IV drug user for three years of my life, and one day the pain and the loneliness got so bad that I got desperate to the point where I just wanted to pray. Up until this point in my life, I was convinced that God was my enemy and that I hated anyone or anything that had to do with my God, but that one day I prayed, and that eventually led to me coming to Life Church and getting saved, and as of today, I've been sober for 348 days. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He makes us free. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, give the Lord praise. I'll hold it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I got hairspray on. I don't know what'll happen. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna try not to cry. Um, well, thank you, because I have learned so much by being here. The Lord is good. I used Amen. to know, or I thought I knew, but I had yeah. been. Um, I'm doing this so you'll face oh, them. You, okay, that I had been, unta I guess, untaught or just became, I don't know, just got buried, I guess. And um, and I, I was in a marriage that was a really rough one, and I had entered into it with the right heart and the right everything, and I thought it was what God had for me. And... Um, it ended up being quite an awful, long, long marriage. But there was a day that God let me know that my life still mattered. Amen. Oh dear, sorry. Um, but it did still matter because I had taken my son to school and uh, that was basically the only place to church and to school that we were allowed to go. And uh, I came came back and um I was oh look you there's, there's a you, break yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway I went I came back and my uh, husband had said you know I I just went to get a hug and he said why don't you do us all a favor and have you know end your life before I get back here today and um try as I might I didn't want it to hurt but it it was kind of the last clincher for me, and um, I love the Lord with all my heart. But I didn't I didn't I just I didn't have I I don't know I just didn't have what it took to stand or I'd been so beat down. But God knew 
and he said I still mattered and um, he I laid there and I fought and I wrestled and, it, and with it comes such shame but I because I didn't want to do that but I laid there and I wrestled and wrestled got in my van went and got a hose and prepared to give him what he wanted but I loved my son so much and I loved Jesus so much and I remember laying there and rolling across the floor in my family room praying God I don't want to hurt you I don't want to hurt your son and I don't want to hurt my son and I just kept rolling rolling while our dog came along and he started pawing because he likes devotions and I hadn't done them yet and so he was pawing and so I said, okay, just a minute. I turned on one of the shows that I watched sometimes and uh, the lady on there, she stopped what they were doing and she said, there's a lady. And she started describing me and what I was wearing, which I was horrified that she knew. <laughs> oh, it was not good. And, um, and so she knew exactly what I was wearing and then she knew what I was sitting, you know, what I'd gotten back up and was sitting on. And she said, there's a spirit of suicide on you right now and we're gonna break that off right now in the power name of Jesus. And, and whew, I'm getting really hot, sorry. <laughs> you feel that? Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. Holy moly. Anyway, um, whew. okay. Anyway, um, she, she do you feel that? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's what happened, and I'm still here, so there's a reason for me to be here. Hallelujah. So, anyway, okay, sorry. Can I tell one more thing? That you, okay. So after my son and I were starting to come here, after we got, we were rescued out, we got free, and, um, oh. anyway, we, we were, we were coming, I, he's the one that said, we're, we're going to that guy, you know, you. <laughs> and so, so we came, and I had been dealing with, uh, like, that sciatic thing where you're like, you can't do anything, it's so painful. And I had heard, I had heard you say some other things, and, and I thought, you know, I'm so tired of this. And I was dragging in, I think it was Easter morning, and I was dragging in behind me, and... Um, Anyway, they we were sitting right over there, and you said, "Was that this year?" No, a this couple was years back. A couple yeah. years ago. And so you were, we were over there, and I told my son on the way to church, I, I, I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be healed today," and he said, "Mom," <laughs> you know, like, "Mom," because he didn't want me to be disappointed. And I was like, "No, I am." And so we got there, we were over there, and I literally drugged myself in, and you said the opposite side. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Mom, that was the opposite side. And I, I said, I don't care. <laughs> and so, so I, I and you said, you said to, you know, uh, just do things. I remember you were teaching me so many things that I did not really know. And so it was like, you know, just, you know, don't, when any, anybody tells you, whisper on your shoulder, you know, you didn't weren't healed, you know, boop, boop. I remember that. And so I was like, boop, boop. And, and I did it to my son, too, like, boop, boop. And um, so... Anyway, but that was what was going on, and I left there that day, still dragging my leg out. But you, before the service ended, you said try something that you couldn't do before. So I did force myself to try to go down to the ground and come back up. And um, anyway, we, uh, but I, you know, and, and it still hurt. But I left there, and I'm like, all the way down that ramp out there, I said, oh, 
I said in the, you know, I said, I'm healed in the power name of Jesus. I'm healed in the power name of Jesus. By his stripes, I am made whole all the way out, all the way to the parking lot. All through that night, um, coming down the stairs, I usually would crawl down because it was, you know, it was such a painful thing and, and or I'd, you know, cringe when I'd get out of bed. And all the way down the stairs, um, I just kept saying, you know, I'm healed in the power name of Jesus. My son was just watching. And I'm like, uh, hello, <laughs> you know, because he's watching me. <laughs> so I just kept it. And the, it was that was a Sunday. So on Tuesday, I got out and was bouncing down the stairs. And then I realized I almost fell because I realized I am not sliding down. And so um, I was healed. And so Hallelujah. I guess and many more things, no more migraines. And yes, I am a testimony hoarder because I don't know how to write just little bits or talk just little bits. Sorry. <laughs> Hallelujah. The good thing about that is if your testimony is really long, Amy edits it. <laughs> so you can write them. Not because it's bad, just because to make it fit. So you can write long or short. Amen. Amen. Come on. Hi. Good evening. Um, so my testimony is that God's never done with your life, even when you think some things are over. Um, I was in full-time ministry with the Ministry of Teen Challenge for about 15 years, and um, unfortunately went through a divorce about three and a half years ago that I did not want, and that ended my career in ministry. And... Um, I was an ordained minister, sorry, with the assemblies. <laughs> we love the assemblies. Yeah. And, um, and so I kind of thought that things were over because my career was over. Um, I have three kids and, and thought like, Lord, I, I did everything I was supposed to. And like what happened? Um, but, you know, the Lord had plans that I couldn't foresee. And I ended up going to law school and I just graduated in May. I sat for the Idaho bar and I passed, thank God. And, um, and through law school, I was depending on the Lord to give me a job, right? Because that was the next step and nothing was happening. And I was getting so discouraged because again, I thought I'm doing my part. And like, when are you gonna come through? And um, like literally the week before I sat for the bar, um, a new judge in Ada County was appointed by the governor. He needed a staff attorney. Someone recommended me, and I interviewed, and he offered me the job. And so now I'm, I'm his staff attorney. And so, like, the Lord comes through Come at 11.59 and 59 seconds, <laughs> okay? Praise God. And I'm 40. And I thought, you know, that I was on one path with my life, and the Lord said, nope, there's something else for you. Yeah. Um, so, amen. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Hi, Lord praise. Uh, so anybody that's been to the same weddings I have knows I'm the last person you want to have a mic in front of them. So, <laughs> but the first thing I want to do is express... <laughs> the first thing I want to do is express a great deal of gratitude for my girlfriend, Nikki, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here to share this testimony. Um, I served two campaigns in Iraq, and I never really dealt with all the stresses and problems from that. So, thank you. And uh, so at the time, I was in a really low spot in my life. It's about two years ago. Uh, this December will be two years. Um, so I'm building the shop. Roof Perlin fell. 
or it fails, and I uh, fell 16 feet and landed on my face. It sounded like somebody stepped on a bag of chips. And uh, I wasn't raised in, pause, I wasn't raised in a faith-based family, um, so I was never taught to lean into God or lean into my faith um, for anything. Um, so I hit the ground, I flip over, I, you know, there's dread and anxiety going through my mind. I can feel pain and numbness going on. And uh, it's December 3rd, so the sky is just completely gray. And there's this little patch of blue you can see right through these clouds. And I remember staring at that spot. And this voice in my head said, pray. And uh, that's what I did, but I didn't ask. I didn't know what was happening. I just remember saying, praying, you know, God, I, I believe in you and I love you and I trust in you. And uh, I was overcome with, uh, it was like getting wrapped in a warm blanket. The comfort that overcame me, I became a third party bystander to everything that took place after that from the ambulance picking me up, taking me to the hospital, spending four days in the ICU, neurosurgeons coming in and out, and I was totally unaffected by it because I, I, I just knew, I trusted. I had this feeling and I knew everything was gonna be okay. So after fasting for four days, them waking me up every three hours and a whole lot of pain medication, the doctor uh, came in and he said, uh, you know, you broke neck, ribs, uh, bone in my cervical spine. He said, you don't need surgery. If you can stand up right now, you can go home. <laughs> so I stood up and I, and I went home and, uh, and praise God. <laughs> Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Is there more? All right, we've got a few more. If you're, if you're tired of standing, you don't have to stand. Most of you already figured that out. But. <laughs> I want to testify and brag on the Lord about my family and my children. Seven and a half years ago, my husband and I began the journey of starting our family. And after seven months of trying, we went to go see the doctors just to make sure everything was working okay. And we were told that we needed to see a fertility specialist. And at that time, we knew enough. We weren't members here yet. We hadn't found this church yet. But we knew enough about the full gospel and the word of faith message to say thank you, but no thank you. And we enrolled in some Bible college courses online from another Bible college before we knew about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and a month and a half later... The mic's not working. <laughs> a month and a half later, after that, we conceived our son, Luke. Hallelujah. He'll be six this October. After we had him, we waited about 13 months, and our desire of our heart was always to have two children. And we started trying again. And after the first month of not conceiving, I was just puzzled beyond belief. What do you mean? We know how to do this. We stand in <laughs> faith, we declare, and this happens. And um, after a few months of trying, the Lord gave me um, a scripture to stand on. That was Genesis 18, 14. There's anything too hard from the Lord. At the appointed time, at the season of life, Rebecca will have a son. And I put my name in there because that's what I've been standing on. And I had stood on for four years. And um, during that time, I learned what endurance faith is. And that uh, God's plan isn't always our timing, what we want, but his timing is best and his timing is perfect, just like that song was saying earlier. And um, in five weeks, we will be having our daughter, Hannah. So I am praising the Lord for this. Hannah, what would you like to say about this? Hello. 
<laughs> Praise God. Oh, the Lord is good. Come on. Hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My hand's stuck. When I was 15 years old, I was hit by a car as a pedestrian and dented the fender with my hip and it flew me up in the air, I broke the windshield with my head and my sister was across the street was watching the whole thing so that's how I know. I was laying in the middle of the road and they had the ambulance, I was unconscious, the ambulance and everything were there, a couple, of, um, I guess there was two police cars, an ambulance, two fire trucks, all for me. And um, then I, um, anyway, I ended up being in a coma and I died for a minute 53 and they brought me back. And um, while I was dead, I guess I, um, I was able to look down at my body and I, had, I saw six angels around my body. Um, but, but that's all I remember. But so I'm here now. Praise so. God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. No, no problems. So. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, God is good. And someone, someone who gets headaches like a lot, like regular headaches, uh, that'll stop tonight too. If that's you, put your hand on your head, even if it doesn't hurt right now, but you like get them like a lot, not like an occasional thing, but you get just in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you that this, that healing goes right into people's bodies now and headaches and migraines stop. They no longer return. Whatever's causing them is corrected right now by the power of the Spirit of God. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Who else got one? Come on. I have always been a tither. Um, when my husband and I moved back to Idaho about 10 years ago, my husband had a stroke and was very ill, and we couldn't go to church. And so I began paying our tithes to a relative who was a missionary in several countries, and I knew where the money would be going. Um, then my husband passed away, and income dropped considerably. And my daughter talked me into coming to LBC, and Pastor Doug spoke on tithing. And I knew in my heart that the money had to come to the church. So I called the relative and explained, and he's obviously a Christian, and he totally understood and encouraged me. The tithing had to come here. And I believe that we serve a, a very extravagant God because money began to come in. And I've been a bookkeeper most of my adult life, so I'm pretty good with numbers. And I have to tell you, since the tithe started coming to the house, I've never been able to balance my checkbook. The first month there was $10 more than I knew I should have had. And the money is never the same any two months in a row. Some months it's a couple hundred dollars. One month it was $4,000. I don't know where the money comes from. But that has enabled me to pay my tithe here. I support this missionary whose ministry is in Cuba and Central and South America. And it also enables me to support a ministry that's in Bulgaria and Romania. And then another ministry. <laughs> so become tithers. Never, never, never doubt your, your source because we do serve an extravagant God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Come on, give the Lord praise. Well, we also have been tithers for years. And never really saw a return on it. I mean, God was good, our bills were paid, but there was not an abundance. And we came here and I started learning to call that in. 
and to tell the enemy to take his hands off that, we've been tithers for years. And I expect a return on that, and you're not going to put your hand on it. So things have started happening. Money started coming in here and there. And I, I read in one of the Believer magazines about a couple who had called in $500 a month. And they did this three times in one year, and it came in three times in one year. I said, well, God, you're no respecter of persons. I can use $500 a month. And I started praying about it and declaring it. That was back in March. I did that for probably a couple months, and then I kind of waned and forgot about it. And I'm sorry, I've been hoarding my testimony. So in June, our supervisor shows up out of the blue. My husband and I work together. And she said, the owner of the company has decided to give every couple a $500 a month raise across the board for uh, cost of living. And I'm like, praise God. And Brian goes, she said that was going to happen. She's been praying for that. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. Amen. Fifteen years ago this week, I was a young infantry Marine in Iraq. You don't need to clap for that. Um, and I was driving a Humvee, and I hit a landmine. Um, didn't think anything was wrong with me, but for years after that, I had debilitating migraines, ones that I couldn't even function some days. Um, a few years ago, after we started coming here, and I was going to a life group here also, my wife and I decided that enough was enough. And at our apartment, we got down, and we just kept going and kept going and kept going. Haven't had a migraine since. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So, oh, I mean, I could testify for every day of my life. God is so good. Um, but I have two things. Um, one, I came to this church two years ago, and as soon as I, the first day I came, you spoke about Life Bible College. And my seamer, <laughs> it seemed good to me to come. I needed to come, and I knew it. But I disobeyed, and I, I just, I kept putting, like, no, I can't because whatever. And I finally trusted God this year, and I mean, because I took that step of obedience, it was paid for. I mean, I'm here, I'm going to school, and it was paid for. And Hallelujah. I mean, I don't have to worry about that. Come on. And then um, last week when you, or last week, or yeah, when you guys did the marriage thing, um, I've been married for three years, uh, and we have three kids. In those three years, we wow. had three kids. So a lot happened, and we were we were um, believers before, but weren't living the right way. And um, it came to a, the point of divorce. Um, and that day I, I asked him, cause he, you know, struggles to come to church. So I was like, come on, do you need to go? And so he came. And when we did those, the communion, we felt like we were giving our vows all over again. Praise and God. our marriage was restored that night. And now that, you know, I'm going to school, I come home and I talk to him about what I'm learning and that just opens that conversation. And he just, I can see that hunger in him that he just wants more and more and more. 
and he is becoming that godly man that my kids and I need. Yes. And I'm, I mean, I, I can't praise God enough. So. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> praise God. Uh, so I, um, a few testimonies ago, the guy uh, came up and uh, testified about his future healing of cancer. Um, yeah. But after that, uh, I got a little voice in here that said, uh, your turn. <laughs> So now I'm here. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. um, you can't see it uh, now, but uh, my vision is blurry. Uh, I don't have glasses because I smashed them all in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, surprisingly hard to break. Um, but I'm here saying that <laughs> uh, in faith, I am healed. And one day I'm going to be able to read that red clock in perfect clarity with no uh, blurry vision. It's or blue. Or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have healing, and I'm going to see God's best in my life. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. 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 Reach out your hands. Thank you, Father, for healing power going right into my brother's eyes right now. Thank you, Lord. Makes them every bit whole. We stand together with him and say his eyes are healed. The lenses are perfect. The cones and the rods and the, every aspect of his eye, normal, perfect, fully functioning, 2020. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. Jesus, you're the healer. We give you the praise. We give you the glory for you do all things well. Faithful are you to the word, faithful to perform it. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, the Lord is good. What time is it? I can't read it yet. You can't read it yet? <laughs> I like that yeah. word yet, because yeah. it's changing, isn't it? Yeah. It's changing right here, right now. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Come on. Well, first thing I want to say is for everybody that sits in those seats, thank you. Thank you. Um, and to kind of piggyback on what you had come up to, testify about. For 13 years, my wife and I were told that we would not be able to have children. Well, here's child number one. <laughs> child number two is back there. Praise so, God. Uh, my God is a good God. Come on. He is a good God. And uh, one last thing I want to say is no matter what you do, uh, I myself, I've had times in my life where I've ran from God. God has never ran from me. Always welcomes me back. Has never forsaken me. Through the valleys and through the mountains, my God is there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God for always being there. Amen. Hi. So uh, I grew up in a Christian household, but God wasn't real to me. So when I left home, I kind of dove headfirst into the immoral party lifestyle, and I did that for years. And in the middle of that, I wasn't even seeking the Lord. But he got a hold of me um, by actually my now husband. And he brought me to this church. And it's obviously changed my life. I'm going through LPC a second time. <laughs> and um, just being where I'm supposed to be, I've seen so much change in my life and breakthrough. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Good evening. Short end, short middle, or short beginning, short middle, a little bit longer end. I grew up in the church, 
So I kind of got an idea of what was going on. I was in catechism, Lutheran Church, and uh, then in 1973, when I was 18, I did went to prison for four years and hit the ground running when I got out, died from a heroin overdose, got revived. Um, back and forth, back and forth, I was a single parent, did pretty well for a long while, tried, but I was trying without God. And my mom and her friends at her church have been praying for me for 10 years to come home. So in 1999, I couldn't take it anymore. I went to Salvation Army. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do this. And uh, I put myself in for six months and came out of there drug-free. Praise the Lord. And I got saved, of course. That oh, was yeah. what did it. Okay, so now I'm home in 2001. My mom was waiting on the porch for me. And uh, that was Friday at Labor Day. Next Sunday, I was playing music. I've been a rocker, a musician my whole life. And that next Sunday, I was playing music in her church. And my wife and I met that year. And we've been ministering musically for 20 years now. And, but that doesn't keep you from what is real. And I didn't know what I had. I never knew what I had until just before I started coming here three years ago, I read a book by Terry Tripp called Shut the Hell Up. And I can say that because it's true. You know, you got to tell the devil just to shut up. Okay, yep. And, but I, in 2013, I got di diagnosed with tw uh, stage four cancer, prostate cancer. And uh, I didn't think I had it because I just couldn't believe that. I didn't feel anything, nothing. And we went to altar calls every Sunday, every Sunday at Christian Faith Center in, in Nampa. We went there for 15 years uh, to that church. And, um, and so then I went to get a radical prosectomy where they take it out and they open me up and said, oh my God, that's too much. We're just gonna leave it in. And um, we got radiated anyway. So I went through 45 radiation treatments. And during that time, we were still going up every Sunday, every Sunday. And one Sunday, our friends who we always went to, they were an older couple that were icons at that church. They said that, that we were glowing. So I knew that was the day I got healed. And, uh, but I still wasn't done with all the things. I still had another two years of chemo, came back a couple times. But since I've been here, I discovered that Shut the Hell Up book is what we're learning here. You should tell the devil to just shut up. Well. You don't belong here. You don't belong in me. No, it's, you know, it's the truth, you know. And I never knew what I had. I didn't know I had that authority. Come on. And since then, I haven't, and I'm going to go back in another month or two, but I know what the report's going to say. Right? Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Praise yeah. God. And Amen. I, and I still have my prostate. Wow. Imagine that. Praise God. Praise God. Um, well, there's a lot of things that uh, the Lord has done, and I wasn't going to come up, but when you said um, about, you know, when you hear somebody saying, you know, testifying what they've been healed of, then you can receive it. And God delivered me several years ago of um, anxiety and panic attacks. So I just wanted to share that just in case there's other people that are struggling with that to know that um, God Amen. will heal them too. Amen. Amen. Good, good. So um, I come from a family of 15 divorces. And so when I got married, um, uh, that was not an option, period. End of conversation. And uh, I know a lot of people have gone through that, and it's been, you know, for various reasons, very challenging for people. But um, 
The reason I bring that up is because on Sunday is our 29th anniversary. And I thank God every day for this church, for you. You've irritated me. You've challenged me. <laughs> but you have helped me, as well as the other pastor staff, really understand the truth of God's word. And so this series we're going through is just absolutely incredible. It's changed me. And, uh, you know, this I've gone through three uh, healings in my life. That's why we came here, because a friend of ours, we called him Tim. Uh, and he said we were going through some serious health challenges with um, allergic to everything, basically. And uh, so the day, even mushrooms, sorry. Even what? <laughs> mushrooms. Um, Praise but God. God. But God healed us <laughs> of even the mushrooms. But, but the Whatever. day we came. <laughs> but um, I, I'm just so grateful for this church because... Um, you know, I, I don't think, yeah, I, and it's really been on my heart. I sat there for a few minutes just going, God, I, I want to share what you've done in my life. And I, I want to say this for some, some of the young people that my wife um, doesn't have the testimony that a lot of people do, and I do, of a horrible childhood and, and different decisions they've made. She has truly followed the Lord all of her life and truly gave her life to Jesus. I Praise think she God was five. Amen. And that testimony is just as powerful. Yes. So if you have that testimony, we definitely want to hear that too. Amen. But thank you. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. Is this your support staff? Yes. She's kind of part of it. Um, so when I was really little, something bad happened to me and I didn't remember it. I think I just kind of blocked it out of my brain. But then um, about two years ago, something similar happened and it brought back all of the stuff from the past. And so I would still try not to think about it, but sometimes I would get in a really bad place in my mind where I would just think about it for hours and think like all of these terrible thoughts. And so I think it was this last December after I had found life, um, I was working one day and just for like two or three hours I was thinking about it and I finally got to a point where I was like, this is gonna be with me forever, like I'll never be free of this. And Lauren texted me and said, are you coming to the healing service tonight? I wasn't planning on going, um, but that night I decided to go to church and Pastor Bill went up and he said it wasn't, you know, part of the message, which most Wednesdays right. go like that. Um, but he described exactly what I was struggling with. And he said, God wants you to be free from that. And I just thought it was a really cool testimony of how like I had already kind of claimed defeat and said like, all right, I'm just going to live with this forever. And even after that, God was still gracious enough to, um, lead me to the service and have Pastor Bill go up and pray for me. And I, I've been so happy ever since. I'm like full of joy and I just, um, I've, I haven't had any of those thoughts anymore and I just, I know I'm completely free of it. So praise Hallelujah. God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. They're not running out on you. I think they're getting their kids. Come on. <laughs> um, hi. Um, I just, I don't even know where to begin because this has, this has been eight years worth of a story that God's been writing in my life. And um, 
basically, to summarize, um, in I'm originally from California, sorry, um, and <laughs> born and raised, but I never thought God would call us out of there. And for eight years, we lived near the Bay Area, and it was it was all always, you know, we were a young family, but we thought we're never going to own a house. This is way too expensive. This is not going to happen. We're not going to have a good work-life balance. You know, all of the things that the enemy um, tries to speak and, and put in your in our hearts and minds. And um, so. It, it took um, a really devastating year, 2020. Um, previously to that, my husband was like, we are gonna have a promised land. We're gonna get there and it's coming and God, you know, be ready for it, prepare for it. And I was, I was like, I've been a Christian my whole life and I just don't think it's ever gonna happen. Um, but you know, God does, he has that breakthrough coming for you. And that's my testimony because when we, thought about all the options. We thought we're going to rent here forever in this terrible neighborhood. <laughs> um, and, you know, then the pandemic hit. Our jobs were um, shutting, not shutting down, going remote. Um, we, we just saw God move just so generously in our lives. And in that time, um, you know, we thought, I was following a friend on, on Facebook and seeing how she was loving Idaho. And I was like, I think, I think we're supposed to go. I don't know. We were supposed to go to Hawaii. That got shut down. And we said, we're going to Idaho instead. And, <laughs> and then lo and behold, a year later, um, God ha enabled us to build a house here to just, he just rocked our world. Like we never, ever dreamed was possible in our lives. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so thankful that, you know, the first week we were here, my husband's like, let's go past that big church that's near the freeway and let's, let's go try it out. And I was like, I don't know, we have so much to do. Let's, but he, you know, he was adamant about getting plugged into a church. And I'm so glad I did because God said, you know, it's time for you to be on the worship team. It's time for you to walk in that freedom, in that calling. And, um, and you know, the enemy's going to try, he's going to try. To, to just dis, just dismantle everything we know. You know, he's going to try to set us back. And, um, but, you know, but God is, is performing a great work in my life. And I know, and through all of you and your testimonies, it's just been so, such a blessing to be here. Um, I'm really excited. And that's what he's done in our lives. So. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Amen. Amen. Um, so my name's Abby, but um, through high school, I was going through a really, really tough time. Um, I had grown up in the church, um, actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I feel like a lot of you are from. But, <laughs> um, and it was just like, I was going through a lot of like suicidal thoughts and I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. So I thought that that reflected on my relationship with the father and that my, the heavenly father would never accept me. And through all these like instances, he is like show me that he was always there, always chasing me down. Like through all of like the darkness and all the muck I was in. And I'm here today because I'm the result of prayer from my family and the result of him never stopping like chasing me down. And so praise God that I am alive today and Thank I've never Lord. been happier and more full of joy. So Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I kind of have two. Um, I got into New Age um, this last year um, to try to, it initially started off with trying to help with some pain that I was going through, um, but it got really bad. I was getting attacked every night, couldn't get it to stop. 
Um, and it got so bad one night, I was just in on the bathroom floor and I was just like, God, if you're at all real, like, please help me. Um, Cause I can't, can't go on like this. And I just had this thought, I left the bathroom and I had this thought of like, maybe you should try going to church. And uh, so I went up to my mom, of course, cause I was like, well, if she wants to go, then, then I'll go. Um, and my mom's back there, but um, so, <laughs> and so I was like, have you ever thought about like maybe going back to church again? And so we went the next, it ended up being like the next day and you preached all my questions that I had that I was asking her, I'm like, I'm just struggling. Like if he's really real, what about this? And what about this and this? And you answered everything down to like the stomach issues I've had. And I was like, did this guy like somehow know where I lived and all my problems? And does everybody see me that he's talking directly to me? So um, I went all in with um, Jesus that day. And then since then, yeah. And then since then, I'm now in um, Bible college as well. And um, it, it took me, I didn't go for the first uh, a week or two, but I had encouragement to help me go again. And it's been amazing. I was like, wait, all this stuff is withheld from me. And I've really struggled financially for a few years. And I was like, wait, that belongs to me. So I went home and I prayed and I was like, I take back my money. I take back my joy. I take back my life. And um, yeah, so I, I actually have been getting tons of opportunities. My business has been like non-existent and I've had more money. I had a contractor who I work for and I told him what my rate was and the contract, it ended up being $15 over what I had already asked for, which I already thought was a lot, plus another opportunity. And a guy just called this morning with multiple opportunities for me too. And I'm just like, I take it. Hallelujah. I take these. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So I was raised in like a Christian family. And uh, so a couple a few, like eight years back, we, went, we wound up going to a church that nearly tore my family apart. And so for the next seven years, we wound up hopping churches just back and forth. And um, it really discouraged me. And I went through a very dark time in my life for those seven years. And before coming to live church, I was, I told God, I was like, all right, God, if this church doesn't work out, then I'm throwing in the towel with you. Like I'm, I'm done because I'm, I'm done feeling alone. I'm done not having that family. And, um, but then I said, God, if, if this church does work out, I'm going to give you my all. And, and now he's, he's given me a family. He's given me friends and now I'm in life Bible college. So hallelujah. Praise God. I just want to read some lyrics to this song that I shared with uh, Jamar and Aubrey's from 20 something years back. It's called Stop Hiding. Amy, you might like it. It's about not hiding your testimony. The thing, the thing that you want to hide is the thing that he wants to use. He's standing at your door ready to deliver you. The thing that you want to hide is the thing that he wants to use. If you would testify, that thing he will remove. I'm skipping a lot here. It's the enemy's job to remind you of your past, but when you tell it yourself, your deliverance will last. Stop hiding behind who you used to be. Shout it loud. It's your personal testimony. For the very thing you're hiding from is the key to who you shall become. 
Hallelujah. John P. Key. <laughs> praise God. Well, that's a good night of praise. Amen. What? Amen. I don't see anybody else. So, uh, thank you, Lord. It's a good night of praise, huh? Pastor Doug, do you have anything you want to say? Appreciate Pastor Doug leading the service tonight. <laughs> if you didn't know, this was his service to lead. But I guess that's how we started. Sometimes things go a different direction than we knew it would. So, hallelujah. Well, let's all stand up. You guys, go ahead and stand up. <laughs> Everybody feeling okay up there? We're going to do an hour worth of shouting now. No. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, the Lord is good. 